Hey everyone, this is George Kuros with the Innovators Mindset Podcast. Really glad you could join me today. Uh, really been excited to share this message and you know share some of these ideas through this podcast format. It, and it's really been incredible uh, to see some of the connections that I've made and uh, just a really powerful process. And I'll tell you that every time I actually do this and I go through this process, I have this anxiety about um, reading, how my voice sounds, you know, um, is the audio clear enough? And, you know, are my ideas resonating? Am I repeating words over and over again, which I just did? And uh, I think that that's one of the reasons that I actually have been doing this podcast is because I'm trying to push myself. And I talked about one of the earlier episodes, the notion of risk taking. And um, yeah, it's, I don't know if this is getting easier, but I am enjoying the process and actually kind of enjoying the struggle because it really helps me to put things in perspective of how we look at learning and that actually kind of ties into what I'm going to talk about this podcast and I actually I'm going to maybe start doing this a little bit more I actually found this um, uh, I was tagged in this blog post um, by a, a student named Karen and it was a really fascinating um, article that was shared and in, in the article uh, it's actually titled um, it, I'm a loser because of school and the reason I was actually tagged in the first place was because Karen as a student was actually sharing an image and an article that I wrote years ago talking about the idea of school versus learning and how sometimes when our students actually walk out of school what they're really good at is, you know, kind of learning how to, you know, manipulate the system, do whatever they need to do to get, you know, those check marks that they're looking for. But are they necessary? Are they becoming a good learner? And I know for myself, in the past few years, I've really focused on learning more than school. And I think that when we think of School, obviously learning happens there, but if we think outside of school, there's a ton of learning everywhere. Watching my daughter grow up, she's, you know, a little bit over three years old now, and I'm watching her struggle, you know, with certain things, you know, watching her develop how, you know, to move from crawling to walking, you know, watching her vocabulary develop, things like that. And on the other side, on the flip side of that, you know, being a father for the last three years, I'll tell you, there is a steep learning curve through the process. And I, I think it's fascinating, you know, that we actually learn in so many other spaces. And do we actually commit to that struggle? Do we actually go looking for it? Or is it something that just happens to us? And when I'm actually reading this article by Karen, there's so many like really interesting quotes that she talks about. And I, I just kind of wanted to talk about them and, and go through some of the things that she's saying. And she actually... One of the things that she actually shared right at the beginning of the article um, was is that she doesn't hate school, um, that she doesn't hate school itself, but she does. She said she hates school things but loves learning, and I think that was a really interesting uh, connection that she made. That there is sometimes a difference between the two, and as soon as I read that point that that Karen had shared. What, it reminded me of um, a, a talk by Michael Wesh years ago. I think it was in 2011 or so. And he talks about this informal survey that he actually does with his students that are uh, freshmen uh, freshman uh, in college. 
And what he asked them is, how many of you like school? You know, and he does this informal survey, and he says about you know maybe about fifty percent of their um, hands hands raise. And then how many? And then he follows up that question with how many of you love learning? And he said basically it's a hundred percent agreed with the statement. And do we see that there's a disconnect sometimes between you know what is school and what is learning, and and why is it actually so important to kind of discuss the differences? So as I'm reading this article, I, I just there's some quotes that resonate with me, and one of the quotes Karen shared was that almost all of my teachers go crazy about homework and projects and exams. I spend at least four hours a day doing homework and I'm already at school for six hours. I'm taking eight classes of the semester, six of them being high school classes. I don't really know what's going on half the time, but I guess I'm doing well because I have almost all A's. And, and so when I'm listening to, or I'm reading this, what Karen is sharing, there's a couple of things that pop in my mind. And I think the first thing is, are we actually teaching our our, our students to become workaholics. Now, I think there is a, it, there's actually a difference between having a strong work ethic and becoming a workaholic. And there's this fine line that's, you know, being told in, like, you know, being played with in school, especially you see a lot of pushback towards homework. And I think it, that kind of leads to my other point is, like, do we actually want our kids to enjoy their youth? Or do we want them just to be, you know, already working this this crazy amount of time doing these things in school um, so that they can, like I said earlier, get those check marks. And so I think that's really one of the things that we have to, t or a couple of things that we actually have to really talk about in education is, you know, what is, what are we promoting? What does that homework look like? And actually, how is this leading to like kids actually having a balanced life? And we talk about health initiatives, you know, you know, how important it is, social emotional learning, mental health, but do we actually create um, a process where we are causing issues with mental health, you know, promoting this kind of like workaholic ide ideal um, in education, in the work that we're doing. And I'm not just talking about for educators, because that's obvious, but e even within our students. And is that something we're contributing to that we're putting all this money into fixing a problem um, that we actually created. The next quote that I wanted to talk about is Karen shared this, this idea. She said, as students, our goal is to pass like those kids. The only difference between uh, them and us is that they're less likely to be miser miserable because the standards today are unrealistically high and the pressure is extreme. And so she actually was talking about what school is like earlier because of her readings and what she's sharing and what it's like today and when when i read that i thought about you know how we talk about school today and what it looks like and what was my experience of school now i went to school in the 80s and partially partially the 90s k to 12 and i'll tell you like i had homework things like that but the stuff that i'm hearing from kids today the pressure and you know the the focus on academics right at the beginning of school is actually causing a lot of these issues that i was just kind of talking about earlier and do we create this environment where we're actually really pushing our kids to just kind of just have these standards where it's all about from the moment they walk into school it's about getting into university getting into college 
Now, I think it's really important that we do everything we can to open doors for our kids, but we also don't want to shut them because they're burnt out. And when I was thinking about this, there's actually, there's a connection for me is that when I was a kid, I played sports and I played football, basketball, volleyball, badminton, basically any sport that was happening during any season, I would play. And I loved it. And I love, you know, the different aspects and some sports I was better than in others. But there was like this, there was a rare group of kids when I was in school that played, I remember club volleyball. And we thought it was like really weird that someone would play sports all year round, like play the exact same sport the entire year round when there are so many options and things that you could do. And I love basketball, but you know, I also enjoyed playing other sports. But now this is becoming normal you're seeing club sports you know in so many different places and I think is this actually um, a pressure that the adults are putting on kids as opposed to something kids that are wanting for themselves and I I remember actually years ago I I read this article by Wayne Gretzky and uh, if you don't know who Wayne Gretzky is he is considered to be the best hockey player ever Um, and if you if you watch hockey you don't think that then i don't know if you watch hockey because he was the best and it was just incredible he has like every record ever and just really interesting that he actually talked about as the best hockey player ever that it was it's really essential for kids to be well-rounded that he loved as a kid when hockey was over to play baseball and he actually says that those experiences made him a better hockey player, that it actually made him well, better, you know, more well-rounded. And so, like I said earlier, do we create this burnout from school because we're actually kind of creating like this uh, club sport environment where it's, you know, academics all the time. And you hear so many stories about <laughs> schools, you know, getting rid of fine arts programs and um you know, all these extracurricular things that I will tell you have shaped a lot of who I am today because they're more focused on, you know, academic courses. And and what do we lose when we actually have that, that laser-like focus on a few subjects? Do we actually really want kids all to be good at the same thing or do we try to develop people um, that we actually, we talk about personalized learning, but we, we somehow always try to put kids to kind of walk out and be the same and be good at the same things. And so I think this is something that we need to kind of really focus on. And so just to kind of close out the podcast and focus on the last few things, uh, Karen actually points out, you know, three areas of things that um, she believes that school has been detrimental. But what I love about the article, and I'm not going to actually give you all the information because I really think that you should be reading it. I think that um, I, I cannot do a justice about how incredible this is. Um, but what I love about the article is that Karen actually cites these issues that she sees that are developing in herself, and then she gives solutions. And I think that's really important. I think I, we talk about the idea of problem finders and problem solvers, but it's not one or the other. It's actually identify, being both. And so she talks about the idea that she's obsessed with her grades, that she's not developing resiliency and that basically all her life is about school. And like I said, she gives some solutions, but I encourage you to read the article. I'm, I'm gonna blog about this too and I'll link and share. But just to kind of sum up, one of the last things she says is, so just as schools need to put learning first, students also have to want to learn and make it their priority. I, I think that's really important because 
we're trying to develop our kids, like, of course, in education and as parents, we want to do everything we can to support our kids to, you know, be successful, to create opportunities for themselves. But sometimes we we get too involved and we actually don't help our kids develop resilience, as Karen is actually sharing. And so she puts the ownership not only on, like, here are some things that the school can do, but, you know, how do we actually focus as students ourselves to really look at how do we develop this love of learning? And I thought that was really interesting. I thought that was just a beautiful point by Karen. And uh, like I said, I encourage you to read the post, uh, to check it out. It's it's a really excellent piece, but I'm gonna challenge you. And I, I wanna challenge you, and I made this image, and I talked about how there is the difference between school and learning. And I share some ideas in this this image. And, you know, like I, for example, I talk a lot about, you know, school is more about consuming and, and learning is about creating. And I think that it's, we have to really identify that uh, really there should be some elements of both. Like, of course, school, you know, a lot, of, we do way more consumption in school than we do creating, you know, traditionally. But consumption is actually really important. But do we actually start shifting, you know, to actually having our kids and ourselves as educators to actually create content, to actually, you know, make some, you know, make and, and, and create our own learning. And so what I would actually encourage you, challenge you to think about is what are some things that we do that are really focused on school and and how does that align with our goals for learning and actually think about the difference between the two and make sure that talk to your students, talk to your, uh, your, your colleagues and peers, and actually ensure that what we are doing in education is actually focusing on developer, or developing our students to become good learners, not just simply becoming good at school. So that's my challenge for you this week, just to kind of think about that, maybe share some ideas. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or Twitter, G. Karos. Love to hear your thoughts. I, I, I really, I'd love to hear your feedback on, you know, kind of breaking down someone's uh, blog post and, and sharing some ideas from it. I, I really I encourage you to read this blog post. And like I said, I, I blogged about it as well. So hopefully um, you can not only read it, but talk about it and discuss it with your colleagues and peers and not just dis use it for discussion, but use it for action. Like when you listen and, and read what the student is sharing, what are we as a school doing? Maybe you're doing some great things. Maybe you're actually aligning more to what Karen is talking about, but really we can talk about ideas until we're blue in the face, but it doesn't really matter if it, they don't lead to action. So I encourage you to think about that and share some ideas. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for all you do. Take care. Just me, myself, and I. Just me, myself, and I.